The end of October was rapidly approaching. After weeks of blue sky and sunshine the weather for the last two weeks had turned very wet and windy. This was stripping the trees of their leaves at an alarming rate and in turn giving us the massive task of blowing huge piles of them off the pitches and roadways every day. The awning was getting battered by the wind gusts and the sound of rain on the roof was drowning out the TV. So into the caravan we moved. We have only been using the caravan to sleep in for the whole time we have been on site as the awning had been set up as our living dining and lounge area, so having to camp to the caravan it now gave us the opportunity to sort out all the stuff it appeared we had accumulated over the season. Who knew you could cram so much into such small spaces? We started to sort out and lists were made of what was staying on site to be stored for next year, what was going back home that was needed in our time off, what was going back home but being brought back next season, and what was going back home to staying there. With piles appearing in corners according to what list it was on the floor space was rapidly filling up. We thought we were living minimally but the piles seemed to suggest otherwise. Packing up. Work had progressed well on Vinnie the van just in time for us to grab the last days of decent weather for trips to the coast. We had been told about Titchfield an area of coastline and a national nature reserve on the shores of the Solent near Ferrum, so did there we headed. It has two shingle beaches, Hillhead Beach and Neon Shore either side of the small harbor with a sailing club. Brightly colored beach huts line the promenade of one beach and the cafe-slash-tea room has views across the water to the Isle of Wight. Parking is either on a small car park by the sailing club, along the seafront or on the roadside as it climbs at the far end above the beach huts. We like to park along the seafront wall and sit in Vinny with the side door open onto the beach watching the waves which at high tide crash over onto the walkway. It is very therapeutic watching and listening to the waves rolling in and out on the pebbles whilst having our coffee and cake. I always take a book but very rarely end up reading it as I just get drawn into watching the waves instead. The walk along Neon Shore Beach is backed by high cliffs which is a good area for fossil hunting, also this beach is a prime spot for wind and kite surfers. Parked along the seawall at Titchfield Haven Beach Huts at Hillhead Beach Hillhead Harbor and Tea Rooms Neon Shore Beach Coffee and Cake and Vinnie watching the waves. Another lovely day out was to Portchester Castle. We had passed the signpost off a roundabout every time we went shopping or headed Portsmouth Way but for some reason had never quite made the detour. This time it was a specific outing to the castle and boy did we wish we'd done it sooner. It was a glorious but chilly day in the wind so we wrapped up, made a flask of coffee and headed off hoping as it was midweek that not too many other folk had had the same idea. The road off the busy A27 roundabout soon gave way to historic houses surrounding a quaint village green and the castle looming ahead. Originally built in the 3rd century the castle is the best preserved and most impressive of the Saxon shore forts. It has welcomed Henry VLL and Anne Boleyn, was transformed into a palace by Richard LL and was later used as a prison. From the car parks there are walks around the walls and along the coastal path where there are benches to sit and take in the stunning views across the Solent to Spinnaker Tower and the naval dockyards, which on our visit had the two aircraft carriers in dock. We sat for quite a while in the sunshine with the binoculars watching their maneuvers. Inside the walls is House St. Mary's Church, a Norman church featuring highly decorative stonework, arches and a medieval font, and a bonus of now being a cafe serving drinks, cakes and more substantial meals, of which we partook all in the name of local area research of course. The homemade Victoria sponge was particularly good, we took a slice back to Vinny and had it with our coffee sitting on the settee slash bed in the back admiring the view of the castle. If you wish to climb the Norman keep of the castle or explore further inside and visit the exhibitions there is an English heritage entrance fee. 
Port Chester Castle I see no ships, only hardships. Our official last day should have been the 31st October which was originally the last open day of the site, before the season was extended, we then had a leave site date of 4th November giving us the days between to close the site down. When it was announced the site was staying open we were informed that it only needed one couple to stay on it and manage it for the additional two months so that meant our leave date was still the 4th November, just getting home in time for the second lockdown to begin. As it turned out, that last weekend was our weekend off duty so we only had to work on the Tuesday before going home on the Wednesday. The day we arrived on site all those many months ago as brand new newbies we were told before you know it your first season will be over and you'll be heading home while they were certainly right on that score. It seemed unreal that we would be returning to the big world beyond the safety of the site gates, and to be honest we weren't at all sure it was something we were looking forward to. Rooksbury Park had been not just our home but also our life for eight months and possibly if family and friends could have visited us regularly as per pre-COVID life used to allow, we might not have actually left at all. So the day of our contract end dawned, we had spent our last night in a caravan for a while. Who knew when we would sleep under the stars again now that the second lockdown had been announced. The awning had come down the day before taking advantage of a rare dry spell, the final last-minute items were packed back in the caravan and Belle was safely zipped in her traveling house. We took one more walk around the site which was looking magnificent under the clear blue sky and sunshine and then it was time to hitch up. We unlocked the front gates to our compound but they didn't want to budge, they were stuck fast was this an omen? Didn't the site want us to leave? After much tugging they finally gave way and we were able to pull the caravan out and hitch up. The time had come to say goodbye to our work family, strange to think that eight months ago we didn't even know these lovely people and now we couldn't imagine a day without them. With tears in our eyes we climbed aboard Vinny and waved off the season that was 2020. As we pulled away up the driveway we had so nervously arrived down all those months ago as we started our new adventure on our journey into the unknown, we knew for sure we would most definitely be back in March to do it all over again. Ready to roll. Catch up with us next time as we settle back into life within four walls, hopefully pick up the new caravan we ordered during the first lockdown, and try to plan our own holiday time.